like I could be at work like my nine to five and I'll be very cringy like <laughs> I need to go home but if I'm on a location even as much as background yes. if I'm there I can stay there for like 10 hours and not feel a thing because I know that this is it feels so easy and natural for me to just be in that environment in that space so that's pretty much how I knew I wanted to do this acting thing introducing a kid from Congo hosted by the one and only Zanzu Jimmy Mitiango a show that brings you modern people living life on their own terms and if that is you this is a show for you let's get it It's your man here, Zanzu. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm excited that you're here tuning in, listening in. And at the very front of me, I have the one and only Soso. We've met just like a, less than a week ago. <laughs> and, you know, she was just so intriguing and what she was doing. And I was like, man, I have to bring her on, onto the podcast and so we could hear how she's done it. And so, Soso, tell us a little bit about yourself. Wow. <laughs> so my name is Soso and um, I'm Shay Soso on Instagram. Yeah. I am an actor, a makeup artist, a content creator. And basically, I just um, have fun on Instagram. I like to call it that. <laughs> if you're not having fun, then I don't know yeah. what you're doing. Right? <laughs> I have fun while talking about, you know, issues that people usually don't like to talk about in a very comic way so that you can digest it. Yeah. You you would laugh, but you would learn something. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty awesome. So, where are you originally from, Sosa? I'm Nigerian. I'm from the heartbeat of the nation in Nigeria. Wow. So I'm from the south side, Edo State. Yeah. Wow. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. That's pretty cool. So... I'm assuming that you didn't grow up here then, right? No. No. I moved to Canada about three years ago. I'm still brand new. How? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Are you liking the cold? I don't like it. I know. A lot of people I'm not know. a fan. So, how how is the transition, like, moving from here, I mean, from Nigeria to here? How is that for you? Um, It's been a ride. <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean by that? Like, yeah, it's been a ride. I mean, like, you know, relocating at a certain age, there's that gap, there's that bridge where everybody thinks like, oh, you're making the wrong choice, relocating at that age yeah. or at that time of your life. Yeah. But um, it's, it's not been easy, but it's been blissful. I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it's been blissful. I mean, learning and unlearning a lot of stuff. Coming from Nigeria, Africa, you know, it's definitely different. The culture, the way things are done here, even in the corporate world, business, everything literally is different. So, um, it's been, it's been a ride. <laughs> I mean, it's really intriguing because like for me, I, I guess... I was I was blessed to be to come here when I was at a very young age, mm-hmm. so I didn't have that shock yeah. of like culture shock because like I kind of technically kind of grew up here, oh. right? But then I kind of like I still understand the how back home worked because I I came here when I was ten. <laughs> you were you were born here, please. 
<laughs> so you gave me when I was ten, so yeah, you know, so I kind of like I understand and and know because like a lot of things that I I talk about and the very other things that made me want to start this podcast was that um, that culture shock from like especially parents, yeah, because like when parents talking from like my own experience, parents sometimes have a hard time adopting to like this whole Thing, new environment yeah. like kids just having like a lot of freedom which i'm not saying kids don't have back home but like it's something it's that more here it is more here than than back home right yeah. so a lot of parents have a hard time adjusting to that and i definitely saw that with like my family when we moved here and it just led to things that don't understand it's like what is going on and it's like uh, for example it's like i would go when i went to school i would i like uh, sports was my thing and when at certain age the older you get and the more like the higher in high school you get the later your practices go right like if you're practicing basketball your practices usually go later because like mm-hmm. the younger kids practice first so I'll come home like around nine, ten at night. They're like, "Where are you coming Wait, from?" Yeah. Right, because like for them, they expect your school's done. Like the next half an hour to an hour, you're home. African parents, <laughs> it's it's in them. It's it doesn't matter where they live or where they're currently residing, but that nature of wanting to look after you, even if you're old enough to look after yourself, is just there with African. You, you think it's just in there? It's not. It's not. It's a. It's in their gene. Oh. Yeah. That's the first. My time mom still does it. it, even at this age, she still does it. I I agree with you. I mean, <laughs> my mom still probably like calls me and like, "Hey, <laughs> what are you doing?" I'm like, yeah. oh, the other day I came, I I went out and then, I went over to see them the next day. She's like, "So what time did you come home?" I'm like, I'm an adult, <laughs> right? It's like I'm an adult, but okay, you know. But so you you think it's in them, and there's nothing because like the other thing is like I I feel like they may need to be, and I guess you'll have to be. It'll be like more of like our generation to be able to like kind of switch that. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like a lot of parents just don't know what's happening when it comes to like that culture shock. They're like, ah, oh, then that's when kids turn 18 and they get the freedom like they just leave because like they just feel like they've been closed off into this environment so (laughs) yeah for me so anyways so you said you're an actor how did you come about doing that like how what inspired that in you okay so um while i was still younger i um I just realized I liked to mimic people okay. and not just mimic people. I always, you like to put myself in people's shoes. Like my mom could be telling me a story or I could be reading a book and it would just look like a trance. I would just be picturing myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I'm a crybaby. I still cry <laughs> when I watch movies. Yeah. Because <laughs> Now that I do it professionally, yeah. I have to. I don't watch movies anymore from just the viewer's perspective. I watch it from the story, the back, the production, the scenes behind the scenes, and all that. I put myself really into movies when I watch it. So you might find me crying when watch, watching a movie, and you give me some bucket to just cry on. That's 
Yeah, so growing up, I found that that was part of something that interest, um, fascinated me a lot. Yeah. And then in school, in church, when there's the drama team, I'm always there to play the character and all that. So when I was 15, I really wanted to do acting. But again, African parents, they came in. They do, They always come in. So they're like, no, you can't act. <laughs> yeah, you know, because even till today, there's this thing that people still feel like the acting world is not an actual profession. If you say you're an actor in the arts, people think like you're not actually practicing a career. It's just a hobby for you. They'd see like that because it's not like you're 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 sure you're making a hundred k years or you're sure you're making forty k year. It's just that uh, whenever the job comes, <laughs> so nobody wants that insecurity. Yes. When it comes to their earnings and their finances, right? Yeah. So, um, at 15, I told my mom I wanted to really do this. And she was like, nah, not in my house. Yeah, that happened. Not in my house. You, you, your dad wanted you to be a doctor. You're studying medicine. I'm like, okay, how do we do this? I was like, well, I'm not into science. Fine, I knew science. Because up until, like, when I finished high school, I was a science student. And I did well. But when I was about to write my... Um, high school exam, I don't know what it's called here, but back home it's called WIAC. I switched to art okay. just before my exams. And then in university, I studied international studies and diplomacy because I still couldn't get into theater because for some reason I failed literature of all courses in that wow. exam. Yeah, I failed literature and that's annoyance. I could, I didn't want to just go back to write it. I felt like I should pass it. This is what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to move on. Yeah. So I studied the next best thing, which was international studies and diplomacy. And at about 18, 20, at this point, I could, you know, make some decisions. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can have some freedom at this point. Just yeah, a little. Yeah, a lot of freedom. Like, yeah. you know, like, just like buying a burger from Burger King. <laughs> you, you don't have to buy the wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I started go into some states that do movies because i know i don't know if you know in nigeria there's a certain place where the production is more yes. it's just like in canada right now it's more in toronto right yeah. so we have that too i started going to those places for auditions so trust me i met a lot of funny people the scams money and all that <laughs> but <laughs> then um in 20 so I paused for a while because of school yeah. and also life just happened, but I still know I wanted it. Yeah. At the back of my mind, it was there. I wanted to do acting. And in 2017, I decided to finally just start with like a certification. So I went to a movie school okay. in Nigeria. Yeah, I went to a movie school, one of the biggest back home and I did it for three months. Then I started acting, uh, did about like four movies before I left. Mm. So I finished the movie school like two months later, I relocated to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And so in Toronto, I started, you know, going into backgrounds and all that, doing backgrounds appearances for couple of um, movies and then again I moved to I'm a mover I moved it to sounds Winnipeg. like it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's okay I mean, is good. so yeah I always just knew I wanted to do this because I could just be home and the only thing that I know how to do is acting I could just be doing it in front of my 
mirror or you turn on the camera and some character or whatnot you wouldn't even believe it yeah. but yeah it's been part of me and i don't really see myself i know it's going to take a while to be big or to because for me it's not even the thing you the do first it thing you enjoy it, right? and yeah i'm still trying to move it further i'm trying to now get into Again. That, wow, that is awesome. Yeah, because so we have to that, do it properly now. Is that like, 2020 goals I'm here? Uh, sounds like it. <laughs> it sounds like we have to do it properly now. I mean, we have to go to school for it. And not just study it as a passion, but also as business. Because yes. like I said before, people feel like it's not a career, but it actually is. No, it definitely is. It actually it is. You need to just know the business part of it and come with the business part of it because these days people are not just waiting to be hired as actors they are you know putting out their own stuff mm-hmm. and being the actor and being the exactly. owners of the movies right absolutely and see that's kind of why i'm all for inspiring people to do their own thing and mm-hmm. follow what they're passionate about and you saying that yeah you had the same problem that you are told to be a, a doctor and you're like, no, I don't want to be yeah, a doctor. Yeah. And, you know, like, and then you, yet you still push through and followed your passion. And now here you are wanting to still pursue that. And that is amazing. Yeah. Cause like, I definitely, I've been, to, I did, I've done a few <laughs> background sets and yeah. the first time I did it, I never watched the movie the same way. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm like always picking out little things. things. It's like, yeah. You know, like, normally when I watch the movie, I, like, focus on, like, oh, whatever is happening in the storyline mm-hmm. and just, like, the main, like, characters. The and everything. <laughs> but, like, now I can see what's happening in the back. I'm like, oh, that, that, that's happening. That, mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know exactly why that's there. Exactly. And then it's like, you just see it, mm-hmm. like, once you said. So, yes, definitely, it is an amazing, and, and you are good at it. Like, if, I, I, I told you earlier when we drive here, you're like, I, I checked out your whole thing, and I'm like, Oh, this is good, right? So, that is awesome. So, so I know probably along the journey of you wanting to do um, acting, uh, you might have had some setbacks. So, tell me more about, like, did you, have you ever, like, be like, well, is this, is this the right thing that I'm doing? Like, is this really what I want to do? Or have you ever had any doubts? Um, well, like I said, uh, a lot yeah i mean i still think about it but like i said it's it's the only thing i know how to do Mm. seriously if you ask me right now i've got no skills (laughs) seriously i I don't have no skills (laughs) like even i i feel like my nine to five they they just manage me how how they see me (laughs) you know but the only thing i really know in and out Mm. is acting and the art world i've always been about entertainment like i even I'm a makeup artist. That too is like art, like, you know, so I, those are the kind of things I like to go to school for, like entertainment, art and everything that has to do with the theater and all that. But the struggles have been there, like me thinking, um, you know, you're, and you know, the, the African thing comes to play where you're like at a certain age. I'm trying now not to let those things bother me to be at my own pace because at the end of the day, it's about me, right? And there's always, but there's always this um, thing of people wanting you to think about where you're at at a certain age. 
um, you want to be an actor it's not picking up but you're turning 30 soon you're turning 28 soon and all your mates are making it big in their other yes. you know but see I, I agree with you I feel like that as African we have that pressure that it's yeah, put on, just on be us more. and like, it's like at this age, you should be here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you should be able to move according to your own life. It's not it's not a race. It's By this age, you should just be happy. Seriously, that's, that's what I tell my mom now. Like, every, it, <laughs> Of course, the African moms will always, of everything else, they'll come at you with the whole marriage and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my life together, mom. You know, yes. at this age, I should be happy. <laughs> I agree. I, I so the struggles have been there. I've sat and feel like I need to probably change my career. It got to a point that when I introduced myself to people, when I just came to Canada, yeah. when I'm introducing myself to people, I'd be like, uh, my name is Soso. I, I work in customer service. I am this and that. And I would never mention acting because mm-hmm. I thought like I was dealing with that stigma of um, this thing is really not a career. You're just, you know, you're just trying to everybody's just wanting to be glamorous for no reason yes. is that are you sure it's not because somebody told you you look like uh, angelina julie or something <laughs> that you're trying to do that you know but then it burns from within yeah it's not just about like it's not it's not about the glitz and glam i wouldn't i would even just if i can just do my stuff yeah. you know my own i would be so happy with that because that's basically what it is for me then back home the struggles in nigeria is more because i was from that audience right yes. that one is serious like after acting school you're supposed to now try to find your niche and find your foot in the industry yeah. and there's a whole lot of competition there's a whole lot of people trying to take you for granted there's a whole bunch of stuff happening around you that just makes you feel like wait are you sure that i really want to go through all this stress because i just want to appear on tv <laughs> you know <laughs> with producers and you know script writers and all of that but they're they're trying to do well now at least now the industry is growing especially for us nigerians is growing and netflix they're coming on netflix hard Mm. these days so (laughs) yeah i'm excited because i mean it's been a long time coming but the competition is there that is awesome though like and and because i i definitely i can relate to that because when i started um, I guess my journey to wanting to just do what I want to do mm-hmm. and what pleases me and what I'm passionate about was I at first it was like what are you doing like yeah. why are you doing this no like it was it was network marketing right mm-hmm. so at that point it's like that's a scam that's this and, mm-hmm. and then you have people just feeding into your brain and it's like you sit in a corner and it's like am I doing the right thing you know like it's because you're so unsure yeah. right but like what for me what helped me a lot was a lot i did a lot of personal development over the the last five years because mm-hmm. that's kind of when i started in this this route of uh discovering myself and whatnot so i did a lot of personal development i read a lot of books for a person who really like and i'm saying like throughout high school and you like the two years of university I went and did, I have never read so many books 
just wow. because just because I wanted to. But so in the last five years, I read so many books because I wanted to. It was stuff that I was interested mm-hmm. in. But like in high school, they'll give you a book. Like yeah, read this book. But it's like do yeah. <laughs> I really you know like it wasn't really my interest but like now that I'm reading books because of my own interests it's like it, it's amazing right mm. so I definitely can relate with that now I know there's a lot of people out there that probably feel the same way so what would be kind of like the advice for someone who um, is wanting to do something of their own and just go on their own path but then they're just scared of like obviously that backlash of like what are you doing everybody, why are you doing this yeah. and everybody just in their ears what would you what would be some of the advice you give somebody that's getting started or just wanting to do something on their own honestly from an african to yes. you whoever is listening to this Same. i would say choose you seriously because i mean these people let's start from family okay this people family that want you to be this and that and that. I always argue with my mom. Mom, you've lived, you know, and I'm just starting to live. Mm-hmm. Seriously, because, you know, and our parents, I don't know, it's all love, but sometimes I feel like they want us to be what they weren't. I don't know if you get that. Okay, take for instance, my dad always liked the medical field (laughs) so at some point he wanted to make sure someone was going to do medicine in the house okay my mom on the other hand she wasn't really educated she but she made sure which i'm grateful for she made sure that we all had to be educated Mm -hmm. one way or the other you didn't have to do your master's or phd if you as much as do a diploma my mom is okay as long as you went to that university and you came out with good grades. <laughs> <laughs> she just didn't want you to end up in high school or where she didn't even get to. Yeah. So, but those things are good. I still will go back to school. Okay. But because I want it, not because someone wants me to do it. Because if it's not something you were enjoying, like when I finished my diploma in Nigeria, I knew I didn't want to continue because it was pretty much useless. I knew I was going to relocate at some point and I knew I was going to start from scratch at some point. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't to me, that was just a waste of time going back and forth with the educational system there. So I would tell anybody, be you, do you, it's going to be hard. Try to shut out the noise. Then if you can break that family noise, I believe every other noise is just secondary Mm because these are noise coming from people you don't even like. Yes. (laughs) Seriously, people you don't even like. Or maybe friends you don't even really, really take into consideration. The ones who really are there for you would support whatever decision that you take. Mm -hmm. I say I'm an actor, but to some people, I am not an actor because I haven't appeared in a big movie yet. They would just be like, oh, this one just called Yeah, but my friends who know how passionate I am about it, they support me 100% and try to get those people in your circle. Yes that want you to do better, to be better. My friends always tell me, you've been speaking about this school, this New York film thing since forever. When are you starting to apply for it? When are you starting to get yourself together and then move to New York and go to the school? Those people would really be good to have in your corner that support you. Just run life at your own pace. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. Like, the mistakes that you make, 
nobody will learn from it other than you yeah. these people who want you to be this and that would not be leaving your sh in your shoes when these things go wrong okay say for instance i decided to be a doctor because my father wanted me to be a doctor mm. i know that right now i'm not a disappointed a disappointment to that man he's grateful i know he is it, my dad is late <laughs> yeah he's grateful i'm not a disappointment not in any way <laughs> because i did not become a doctor no okay. but he wanted me to be that because he felt you know you're you're african in africa in nigeria there's three professions you're either a lawyer a doctor or an engineer anything else <laughs> you're just joking wow seriously especially in nigeria then they they will add lawyers for if you're not in those four careers yeah. you're not doing nothing so to your parents you're just a disgrace seriously so you can't even come to them be like I want to be an actor but now in this day in 2019 yeah. your dad or your mom will be the ones pushing you don't you see that girl on TV go and be like her because they know now that there's money in it and people are actually making careers out of it but yeah. to some people it's still not much to them they feel like it's just a joke so if you want to be a youtuber uh, an Instagrammer, a Twitter influencer, a, to a TV host, a presenter, a speaker, whatever is not in the, you know, status mm -hmm. quo of yeah. careers, as long as you know it's what you love and it's going to make you better, I would say go for it. A lot of things would want to stop you. I'm still trying to get to my dreams. I'm mm -hmm. still trying to pursue my dreams. It's going to take me maybe 10 years. I don't care because that's my passion. That's what I feel like everyone should be doing. Because a lot of people are in places they, they don't even enjoy because someone said something, something that this is where you should go. Yes. That, so just do you. That is so true. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. It's <laughs> like, I, you know, because like we all grow up and like grow up, mm. go to school, get a job. Mm -hmm. you know get good grades it's and like get an arrangement it is yeah. it is just arranged that that's mm -hmm. how you have to do it mm -hmm. but and the purpose of why i i even wanted to start this show was i wanted to bring on people that are just going out there and doing something completely different mm -hmm. out of the ordinary and actually even people that are doing something that they could but because they actually want to be there not because somebody said oh go do this and that's it right so no, that is some awesome advice. <laughs> now, looking back, we're closing off a decade. So how how would you say this past decade was for, for you? Well, I think it was... It was just me discovering... I'm still discovering myself, but... Uh, it was me discovering more. Because, honestly, if we take this decade out of my... <laughs> age i was probably just turning an adult okay at the time yeah and so there was a lot of things coming around coming at me yeah life school dad being late mom only single mom you know sisters just everyone just struggling to survive basically yeah. um but looking back i'm just grateful seriously i'm just i'm not where i want to be but I'm definitely way past where I was. Mm -hmm. Way, way past, like all the way up. 
All you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, so up. the decade has been really great. I've, I've, and what I'm most grateful for is the tribe that I met along the way, which is really important to me. My circle of friends. Um, I mean, I. I met you. I know. It's amazing. It is like, crazy how we met. <laughs> and it's funny because we really did not even talk mm-hmm. anything until we like added each other on Instagram. And then we realized it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like-minded people, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. I like starting myself with like-minded mm-hmm. people because like, they say you're the sum of the five people you hang out with. Exactly. Right? So if you surround yourself with people that are not supporting you or in any way of what you're doing, mm-hmm. then you know, it's just lost cause at this point. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know what's like, funny? Yeah. My last video for the year was actually talking about that. Like, because I was reflecting mm-hmm. on not just the year 2019, I was reflecting majorly on like two years before I came to Canada and yeah. from when I came to Canada till now, which is like about five years now. Yeah. And I was just thinking how, even if anything else did not evolve in my life, yeah. my friendship and relationship with people kind of evolved because it just changed drastically when I changed my my mindset yes. about how I wanted my life to go. And when you have like a destination, you need like-minded people to get you there. And when I came to Winnipeg and I just started meeting, you know, like-minded creatives, Things just started taking a certain shape, Mm. you know. And when I started my Instagram stuff, a lot of people felt like, ah, this one is just joking. She's just being crazy. And it kind of blew up, like, you know, you you say something about that. Like, how was that? Yeah, it did. That came along, because I I was like, wow, that was mind-blowing. But you know, seriously, what's funny, that, what I have on Instagram is like, I'm like a minor influencer. In Nigeria, with what I have on Instagram, I'm always surprised when people are like, "You have so many followers." That's like ten percent of what most people have where I come from. Wow! Because we do entertainment like full time in Nigeria. It's okay. so big. Yeah. Entertainment in all aspects. Name it. Not just music. Not acting. We're talking YouTube content creation. Just. You know generally just putting out anything that can make people you know learn from you or from what you're doing makeup just everything that is like 10% of what one person has in Nigeria there are people with like a million followers there are people with like 500 and when people tell me 12k you have so much I'm just like calm down please there's <laughs> nothing, nothing there nothing. <laughs> but yeah it blew up uh, because Again, I started to surround myself, not just in person, social media. I started to surround myself with people I really wanted to learn from, people I really mm-hmm. wanted to, people I really felt like were thinking like me, people I could collaborate with, people yes. I could, you know, ask questions. Or just generally, even if it's what we're just conversing, it has to be like we're conversing because we think alike, we yeah. think, right? And Somehow, someday, I woke up and one video just, you know, skyrocketed. I think that's been, I should probably do a throwback to that video. That's been like, the video's been shared over 5,000 times. Wow. What is in this video that just, you know. Right? If only if you can dissect it and find <laughs> out, what did I do different here? No, but that is awesome. And I, I the other thing that I'm, I want to kind of ask, 
Yeah. Uh, your mini TED Talks. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> I know. I was, I was reading. What are, so how did you... See, what I love about what you're doing is you're inspiring people in like a different way, in like a funny way, but somebody yeah. can walk away with something valuable from it. Mm. That's what's interesting about what you're doing. So please. Okay, so... um. People say I'm naturally funny. Do you think so? From when we met, yes, I don't know. I'm like, so. I'm so, yes. From that name, yes, so, so I just I'm just being me. But people say I'm naturally funny. So I thought, okay. When I looked at the audience mm. on social media, the one thing you cannot take away from social media is the fact that people want to be happy. Mm-hmm. If they're not happy, they're not laughing. Uh, you will be just there, you know. They will just, you know, they'll pass by. But they would stay if they're laughing, even though they're learning to be responsible. Like, you know, people naturally hate to take responsibility for themselves. So if you want to make them do that, if they're laughing while doing it, they would be doing it without knowing. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Wow, okay. yeah. <laughs> they'll be doing it without knowing. Yeah. So that's why I said, okay, if people say I'm naturally funny, and I really have things that disturb me mm-hmm. like socially things that happen around me things that happen in my generation th- things that happen in people in the age bracket that i'm in the struggles that we go through as single adults yes trying to survive in countries we know nothing about yeah. or even trying to survive back home with our people who are pressuring pressuring us like we said yeah i just have to find a way to pass the message to these people without being too serious because mm-hmm. people are already tired of the whole motivational speaking that looks like you're coming at them yes. too serious so yeah i started doing that and the mini ted talks i don't even know why i named it that maybe i watched <laughs> too much ted talk yeah. <laughs> so but that's just me writing i do it more on twitter though i would just you know think about something and just write about it and just say okay i if i sh- let me share this maybe someone out there might relate someone might be going through that and feel like they can't say it because a lot of people are so scared of social media but i always try to use my platform to tell people it's all about how you use it yes social media is not some people will tell you it's the is the worst thing that happened to our generation but it's actually the best thing that happened 100%. to our generation it's just how do you harness it how do you use it that's how it will work for you so there are a lot of people that have I get like messages in my DM every day of people telling me, oh, so, so you should talk about this because they're scared to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Wow. They don't want people to come at them. No. So they'd be like, ah, so, so is already doing it. Let's just tell so, so to talk about it. <laughs> I get those DMs every time, every day. And I'm just laughing. Like, this is why I started doing this because I realized there are things mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the next person will pass the message the way I want it. And is it going to be, my privacy over someone learning something or someone feeling like they're accepted which would i choose because i have this passion to actually help people around me i'm so selfless like why would i keep that to myself if i know someone needs it out there because oh i don't want someone to come at me even if you're in your room zanzo people will come for you true so the best thing is just be out there let them come keep your personal life life out of the old show and you're good that's true 
true. So that's why I started the whole mini titles. And if you read through it, you probably understand what I'm saying. Oh, I did. I, I've read it already. You liked it? <laughs> yeah, that's why I had to ask about. And it, it comprises of everything. It, yeah, today it could is. be marriage. Tomorrow it could be just general work life and it's, everything. It's, it's just... That surprises. <laughs> no, I, and I definitely can relate with that. It's like, that's, and that's like, and I, I'm going to keep coming back to this because it's like why I'm doing this podcast mm-hmm. is because like, I feel like I was just being too quiet. Like, I've learned a lot of things and just keeping it to myself as being selfish. And, mm-hmm. So for me, doing this podcast was like a way of me giving, giving back mm-hmm. and giving back so somebody could be listening to this and can take some away from it and mm-hmm. just add value to that person's life. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's something that they just may needed to be heard that day and that could exactly. change that could change their road to what they're going to do in 2020. Who knows, mm-hmm. right? So no, I'm I'm very, very excited that I was we were able to do this. Now, <laughs> I a few more last questions here. Now, now that we've we're finishing twenty nineteen, and uh, so what are the what can we expect from Soso in twenty twenty? Uh, a lot. Uh, oh, let okay. me not. Okay. Really all right. All right. Guys, okay. don't hold me responsible. Hold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the yeah. one. I'll come find you. <laughs> well, not it's not so much, but um, you know, like I said before we started this, yes. Yeah, yes. definitely my podcast is on the way. Okay. I've been I've been stalling that to March. And also my YouTube channel. We need to see that. Like, I really believe mm-hmm. that you do a YouTube channel, it'll blow up. Yeah. You know, like, I, I have no doubt. I, I hope have zero so. doubt. I hope so. Because one day I did a poll on my Instagram. I'm like, you guys always tell me to open YouTube. You guys always tell me. Like, if I start this YouTube and you people don't subscribe, yeah. we will fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We'll fight. Because, I mean, that would give me more time. The only reason I wanted, I want to really do YouTube is... It will give me more time to put out, like, you know, more content. Mm-hmm. Because Instagram is pretty much limited, even with IGTV. Yes. You know, people's attention span is so short. It is. Yeah, if you're not... That's why I try as much as possible to catch people's attention in the very few se- first seconds of my video. Like, in the first 10, 20 seconds, I already have you wanting to finish it. Because people are so, even me, my attention span to some videos on the gram is so short. If you're not interesting, I would just turn it off. Or I'll probably save it for another day, which I would never get back See, to. You know, that's why we have all that, you know, click <laughs> a save thing. When are you actually going back to, to check you know, that video? It, it yeah. never happens. Like, I'm sure if I go to my save, there's tons Hello. of stuff in there. But when have I gone back to save check it? Uh, <laughs> but people are naturally okay that youtube gets long because they know mm-hmm. youtube is long yes. so when someone is going to youtube they know they're going to sit for like 10 minutes 15 minutes you know Absolutely. to watch you on youtube and Absolutely. i'm going to be doing majorly a little bit different from instagram i'm going to be doing um more like skits on youtube like actual acting skits short stories short dramas call it whatever okay. just so that you know because I keep practicing my craft and all that. That's and the good. podcast is uh, podcast is just going to be about Instagram. I'm just going to be talking about social stuff, like what's happening in our society, our youth, my generation. Because, trust me, my generation, there are a whole lot. We can talk about them for the next decade. We you could. know what we I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, those ones are coming in on the way. And, of course, by God's grace, um, 
I'm going to start my acting scores proper. So yeah. All right. Now that's awesome. Um. Okay. So I know for sure. I I've seen a lot of very good books on your gram. So, what is the one book you'd recommend for somebody who wants to like just go out there and just want to do something different? Hmm. One book. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. This is going to take a lot of thinking. One book? Yes. Okay. Because right now they're all coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> I know. One book. Like, what's the one book? Okay, what's the one book that you're like, man, this is really good book for, like, I learned a lot from this. Okay, so, I'll put it this way. I think I'll just categorize it two okay, books. sure. Sounds good. So, the first one for me, because we're talking about doing what you like and shutting out the noise. Yes. I would say... I don't like to use the cuss word, but I, I think I know the book. to act of I not giving think, a fuck. Yeah, I think I. <laughs> that I book knew changed book my life. Okay. I'm not joking. That book literally took my life. When so tore it apart, rearranged when I, it. <laughs> when about did you read this book? I read it in 2018. Okay, Outward Man in 2019. I read that. Book. I read it in 2018, and trust me, that book. That book took me off my comfort zone. It opened my eyes to a lot of things. And the title usually deceives people. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's up to act of not giving a fuck. I don't give a shit about you. Blah, blah. But that's not what the book is about. No. The book <laughs> is teaching you how to deal with your life, your responsibilities, while you're trying to shut out the noise. Yep. The book is trying to tell you how to accept the things that are not working for you in ways that you feel like it's you've read it you know what i'm saying right so that book for me is my number one book if you're looking to change your life okay seriously just go read that book it's by mark Mason. go read it you would thank me later (laughs) then the the second one i definitely would love to recommend is um talent is never enough Hmm. I don't think I've read that. <laughs> you should. Hey, add it to my list. <laughs> yeah, I got the book from my uncle in 2016. Because he knew I was trying to go into acting school and I was trying to, you know, do this thing where I'm trying to... And he told me he had read a book, Talent is Never Enough. So the book is basically about you feeling like, okay, I've got this mind to do this thing. But then there's the where you have to learn to do that thing even if it comes to you it's never just enough that you know how to do it you have to learn you have to keep learning you have to keep developing yourself you have to keep putting in the work because mm-hmm. prosperity would not knock at your door <laughs> you have to go you know search for it yeah. so those two books for me okay yeah for That's anyone awesome. who's looking to you should read that those it's awesome well Thank you very much for taking your time. This has been amazing. <laughs> and um, any last word for listeners? I gave you guys all of me. All right. <laughs> you it here. Yeah, You're but yeah. Here. Again, don't forget, do you guys. Seriously, it's, it's, this world is becoming too much of telling you what to be, what to do. Mm-hmm. The noise is becoming more by the day especially with social media evolving the day by day everyone is trying to tell you how to be who Mm -hmm. to be how to act 
where to act. Yeah. There's this um, word I took from Luvi. I don't know if you know Luvi. Luvi Ajayi. Yeah. She's um, um she's also a, a speaker too. She's Nigerian in the US. Okay. Um, she said in a word that wants you to keep quiet, you should choose to shout. But she's reversing it in a way like in a word that everyone wants to be noisy. Yeah. Try to be yourself. Mm. Try to do you. Try to stay in your lane. It's very important because you might struggle trying to look at the next person, compare yourself, but it's not your their pace is not your pace. Mm-hmm. So that's that would probably be my last word. Just do you. Be you. Awesome. Be true to yourself. Awesome. So okay. I, I got one last one. So if anybody wanted to like reach out or find you, where's the best to, where's the best place to reach you at? Twitter. Twitter. All right. Yeah. It's, um, and the good thing is my name is the same on all my platforms. Okay. So I try to keep it that way. So I'm easy to find. Yes, it makes it easy. Yeah. All right. I'll, I'll add it all <laughs> in the bio. Awesome. It's been a pleasure. And so, so thank you so much for taking the time to... Uh, this talk with us and for the listener i hope you guys have an amazing uh end of the year and yeah. kill it in 2020 uh, break a leg, break a leg <laughs> said. awesome awesome and thank you guys for tuning in and i'll uh, catch you guys in the next one thank you